Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneka Wakis-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. Coming up on this episode of The Entrepreneurial You. In 2017, it's very, very important for you to understand why you're doing what you're doing. Welcome to The Entrepreneurial You, the podcast for passionate and dedicated entrepreneurs seeking inspiration. I'm your host, Henneke Watkins-Porto. Be sure to check out The Entrepreneurial You Facebook group and keep checking hennekawatkisporter.com for updates. Leave me a voicemail on the website. Just click the tab to the middle right of the screen or send me an email at hennekawatkisporter at gmail.com to let me know how this podcast is helping you. You may just get a special shout out in the process. Who knows? Today's episode is brought to you by Bookophilia, my peak performers. Are you looking for a space that fosters a peaceful and productive environment for writing and multifaceted creative expression? Then, Bookophilia is the place to be. Over the last few weeks, I've been talking about our upcoming virtual conference and expo. It's happening September 25 to 28. And over these four days, I have John Lee Dumas, J.V. Crum, Malcolm M.J. Harris and Chris Miles, just to name a few, to move you from stock to unstock, allowing you to create profits and achieve success quickly. Registration is now open, so go to hennekawatkisporter.com and click on the Register for Conference tab. In the meantime, let's hear from Chris Miles, cash flow expert, about why you should attend this conference. Hey everyone, it's Chris Miles here, cash flow expert. I'm going to be teaching you how to successfully manage your cash flow so you have optimal business growth. And I tell you, like the number one reason that people go out of business, the reason why business fails, is not because it's not a good idea. It's because they lack the cash flow. They don't have the profit. And when you don't have profit and you don't have cash flow, you're not in business. And so if you seriously want to have more money, more money back in your pocket, so you don't just own a job, but you own a real business that pays you, you want to check this out. Today's guest is based in the Netherlands. He is a certified web and app designer with an extensive knowledge in user interface and user experience design and social media marketing strategies. In 2010, he founded the company Antonio Media. He has been elected by the World Trade Center Eindhoven, Netherlands as the Young Professional of the Year in 2016. He is John A.M. Sandiford. I'm delighted to welcome you, John, to The Entrepreneurial You. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. It's an honor. <laughs> awesome. Before we get cracking, of course, I st start all my shows with a fun question. And yours go like this. If you could choose your age forever, what age would you choose and why? <laughs> Honestly, I, I, I don't, I, I wouldn't choose any age forever. I, I love every, every age of life. It's all a different part of the journey. There's so many things that happen at so many different times. And 
I would think being stuck in one age might turn out to be more of a curse than a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good perspective. All right, before we get into the interview, John, I want you to share with us your social media handles. On Instagram, we have uh, some awesome things going on, so I'll share that one first. On Instagram, we are Antonio underscore media. Antonio, A-N-T-O-N-I-O underscore media. Uh, on Twitter, we're Antonio Media. It's all one word. On Facebook, you can also find us at facebook.com slash Antonio Media. Did you always know that you wanted to become an entrepreneur? Yes and no. <laughs> well, I'll take the yes first. <laughs> but well, I, I, I always knew that I wanted to do something special and I wanted to do something more than average. And for a while, I thought that was something in the entertainment industry. <laughs> um, and eventually that shifted into what I'm doing now. And even what I'm doing now is, is slowly taking on uh, extra, an additional life of its own. So it's, it's, it's heading into new places and new territories as well, while still sticking to the core of what I do now. Okay, so you talked about the entertainment industry that initially you thought that, you know, that's where you would have ended up and that's what you would have been doing. Was there at a point that you actually ventured out in that industry? Oh, yes. <laughs> I spent quite some years there. Well, I think it all started with uh, um, just loving music from a very young age. And that grew into loving it even more as I got into high school. And I started writing my first lyrics when I was about 13, 13 years old in uh, Dominica. <laughs> so that, that was when I was back based in the, in the Caribbean. So between Guadalupe and Martinique, Dominica. And that career expanded. Well, it actually moved on simultaneously with me going to school. So from high school to college is the whole that whole period I spent it um, working on my music and, and doing things in in the music industry and uh, that brought me up to my I would say climactic moment uh, it's not the biggest moment but still it's uh, worth mentioning <laughs> in 2009 when I performed on BET's 106 in Park awesome um, yeah <laughs> in New York City um, performing the song called, uh, I won't say the name of it, <laughs> then they might go search for it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ashamed of your past? Are you? <laughs> I'm not ashamed of it at all. I'm not ashamed of it at all. All right. So it's Nemesis. <laughs> Break your back. Um, yeah. So that was uh, the, the highlight of the music career. And, 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 and during the music career, I, I did... Um, uh, I'm originally a, was born on St. Martin and one of the first artists from St. Martin to also uh, perform original music on BET um, to have made music videos back in, in 2005 and 2006 that uh, were also on television in Europe and, and in the Caribbean um, having one of the first singles on uh, from a St. Martin-born artist uh, having a single on iTunes 
back in 2006. So this is 11 years ago. And actually then I was already busy with entrepreneurship because I had a record label. It wasn't officially written in anywhere, but <laughs> we, we had the logo and all the works. So in 2009, the performance was a uh, rec record label. Uh, I, I would say it got a bit more serious from 2005 onwards, but I was in, still in college all the while. Although there were moments where I was contemplating to drop out and just continue to pursue music. Um, but during my pursuit for music is when I came across certain things within the music industry that I didn't like as much. And that also made me question if the quest that I was on was really the one that would fulfill my life's purpose. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sort of allergic to fake people. <laughs> And, and I met maybe a bit too many of them within the industry. And I've also met some real ones, also met some good ones. There's, there's no light to that. But as I started analyzing those that I idolized at that moment, uh, at, at that younger age, and started kind of looking at their personal life, um, then there was just different signs that, that led me to believe that Maybe I should try my hand at something else and that I can always come back to music at any point that I choose to because the love for music will never go. I still listen to music religiously every day. <laughs> I work with music constantly. Um, so there will always be a time when, when, when I could reconnect but on different terms, let's put it that Right. So you're you're actually living both your loves now because you're actually doing music even as you're part of, you know, you're building marketing strategies and you're you're building social media campaigns and so on for your clients. So fast track to 2010 when you decided that I'm going to start my own company, Antonio Media. How did that happen? You could say it kind of started in 2008 maybe a bit before that. But what's actually funny is that I chose, um, I started a study, uh, information technology, and then I switched after about a year to ICT media design, which is a mix of uh, design communications and ICT. And I chose that study because I could then create my own album covers and websites and uh, flyers, etc. Since I was a young kid that couldn't pay anyone to do it, but I wanted to have the most awesome stuff. So I thought, hey, why not go to school and learn to do it? And then in 2008, when I did my first internship, then is when I realized, ooh, I actually have some skills. <laughs> and people are actually willing to, pay, willing to pay good money for them because of the type of assignments that I um, was getting from my boss at, uh, at that moment. And that then gave me the confidence in I, I could actually venture out and do more stuff for other people. And that kind of started uh, building up. And in 2010, I was completing my final internship. So I graduated and, and, and received my bachelor's degree. And um, I looked around in my city as to what jobs were available and there was nothing that was appealing enough to me. So, um, and I think I just always wanted to do it, be my own boss. 
<laughs> Never worked that well with uh, others telling me what to do. <laughs> so um, then I just decided, well, I'll, I'll, I'll go for it. And, and I started a company in, uh, in, in 2010. And since you've started the company in 2010, tell us exactly what it is that you do. I know we've mentioned it in the in the intro, but want to hear from you. You know, what is your unique selling proposition? We we think about the complete user experience and users as in customers, as in people, people that use your products. So we design websites and we design apps and when you're thinking about the complete experience, it goes beyond just the the colors and fonts and which buttons are there, et cetera, et cetera. You, you really have to take the business proposition in mind, the business goals of your client, and fully understand the journey that their customers will go through, and you design around that, and then make sure that the website or application you're building, you're designing for them, really matches um, what their clients are looking for. Let's take a break right here to thank our sponsor, and then we come right back. Peak performers. Success is something that we gradually work towards as an end goal, but we need to be in the right environment to make it happen. Bookophilia is dedicated to providing a space for book, coffee, and tea lovers, creatives, educators, students, and professionals who want ideas, innovation, and inspiration. They have a variety of high-quality books, a cafe, events such as book launches, signings and art exhibitions, and professional services uniquely tailored to your needs, culture, and tastes. Their environment provides for the full literary arts experience, allowing for multifaceted creative expressions. Find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Bookophilia. Welcome back to The Entrepreneurial You. We're talking with John Sandiford of Antonio Media. Of course, before we went to the break, John, you were sharing with us what it is that your company does for clients. Now, we want to move into what was one of your worst uh, challenge, as it were, when you were starting your business, when you were in the startup phase? Cool. Um, I would say the most difficult challenge was uh, creating enough uh, cash flow. And when you're doing something that you love, something that you're passionate about, you you could easily spend uh, more time than is 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 necessarily. Uh, budgeted for <laughs> working on the things that you're working on, um, but it, it doesn't really matter to you because you, you you love doing what you're doing, and being able to figure out where how do you price that that part of that creative work that you do versus what people are used to paying for such work, and also for the type of clients that you're providing those services to, and figuring out that balance of where you, you, you could continue to um, work on your on, on passionate projects and make enough uh, cash flow to sustain yourself. Uh, that was maybe one of the most difficult things of figuring out where that balance point is. How did you figure it out and when, at what point in the business? Uh, to, to, to say when I figured it out, I probably have to give a bit more context as to how the business grew. 
I started at home uh, about eight months in the spare bedroom at home. And at that point, uh, nothing was really growing. <laughs> so the one thing I can recommend you is if there's some type of place where you can go out, interact and meet with people and network and have conversations with other business people, there is where you'll learn um, the most. And it was until it wasn't until I moved to an uh, area here in Eindhoven called Stripes. Um, when I started uh, to work at a flex desk um, in a space with about 25 other creative professionals, is when I started to learn and understand more about how do you balance um, what you ask for versus what you deliver versus what you can deliver, et cetera, et cetera. And also in that period, what, what I learned is um, to collaborate more with others. That, for instance, I started to figure out that I should better be specializing in web and app design versus making logos and flyers and posters. Because um, in the beginning, I was making anything that, that people were willing to pay me to make. <laughs> and you weren't specializing. You, you, you were all things to all persons, eh? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I remember going to one of the first networking events that I went to and, and when they asked me what I did and then explained and then <laughs> the lady looked at me and she was like, you're doing too much, you need to specialize. <laughs> and I thought to myself, how dare she say that? I can do all these things. But uh, at some point that comes with experience, so I also accept that while you can do it partially, you'll never be able to be great at it. You can't be great at everything. So you'll have to figure out at some point in time what you're really great at, and then you put all your chips in on that section <laughs> and move forward with that. You can always add additional things to your, to your, um, to your plate, but you should really be focusing on the things that you're really, really good at. And the stuff that you can do, but you're not so great at, then make sure you find someone else that is great at that and outsource it to them. And then you collaborate together and, and that's how you really make great things happen. So that's what I really learned in those early years um, by the co-work space that I was a part of in my uh, early years at Antonio Media. You can't be great at everything so we need to be figuring out what it is that we're great at stick to that and for the other things outsource great great lesson there and i know you've had some very very high points in your journey share some of those with us well here here in the region um one of the first big projects that i worked on was for rockwool uh, benelux and the Benelux is the Netherlands, Belgium, and Luxembourg. And that project uh, became so successful within the company that we also did something similar for Rockwool Global, so also for the global client, where we uh, um, redesigned their career uh, website. So the, the career page within their website, where uh, everyone gets um, hired through, where you would see all the application and applicants um, pass through. That, that was a really interesting project and taught me a lot. It was also one of the first major projects that I outsourced um, every element that wasn't my responsibility. So I focused on the website design 
and there was there was someone that focused on the videos someone that focused on photography someone that focused on copywriting um, also a bit of animation went into that and managing all that together to make sure deliver a great awesome uh, product for the client was one of those first good experiences to learn how to um, do things on that scale for big corporate clients. And then we went on to do stuff for ASML, um, which is the company that that company is kind of the guy behind the guy. <laughs> so they build the machines that uh, produce the chips that go into our phones and iPads and laptops, et cetera, et cetera. And they have about uh, 10 or 12 clients in the world, but they're the clients that you want to have. So like Intel and Samsung and, and uh, a, couple, uh, a couple others. Um, then we also did some awesome stuff for Honeywell EMEA. That's uh, Europe, Middle East and uh, Africa. And can't tell too much about that project, but uh, it, it took me to doing workshops uh, in boardrooms in Paris to launch, um, setting up the initial development launch in the Czech Republic. And um, yeah, brought about a whole lot of awesome stuff. And then in 2016, you mentioned it earlier, <laughs> um, I was awarded the World Trade Center Eindhoven Young Professional of the Year Award, which was a very uh, special moment. It was actually the end of 2015 that I received the award. And 2015 was a very busy year for uh, me and my company as well. It was also the year when we hired our, when I hired the first uh, additional employee outside of me. Because before that point, I, <laughs> I just always collaborated with other um, freelancers and small companies. So I built a network of over 25 to, and more uh, specialists. Uh, that I would work on different projects with, but internally I, I didn't have anyone else um, uh, working in the company doing the core uh, daily activities. And now that grew from uh, the first hire to we're now with about six of us. So it's um, it's it's growing baby steps. <laughs> All right. So you've done a lot and certainly, you know, that's why we have you here on the show. You've been doing amazing things and we want to want you to wrap up by giving us some branding advice that our peak performance community, they're listening in and they have their businesses or just want to start business or thinking about it, you know, give us a piece of branding advice that we need to hold to like it's gospel. Well, in 2017, it's very, very important for you to understand why you're doing what you're doing. And I would implore you, if you haven't seen it already, to go look for Simon Sinek's The Golden Circle and try and not try to make sure that you apply um, that messaging to your own brand, really understanding why you do what you do. Um, furthermore, I would implore you to um, search, research design thinking and what, what exactly that means. It's, it's all about understanding and having empathy for your customers and knowing what they're looking for and making sure that you provide that to them. 
So you need to have more dialogue with your customers. Social media is a very good way to do that. Um, but it's really, really important that you spend a lot more energy within that in, in, in 2017 and beyond that. And last but not least, content is king. <laughs> whatever, whatever you're doing, make sure that you're spending also some good time creating good content um, to show to the world what you're about. And you don't have to think too difficult all the time. Um, it can be as simple as just documenting elements of the journey. Um, you need to step out of that big, big comfort zone that you're in, if you're in that zone, <laughs> and move a bit outwards into the epic shit space. Really focus and, and, and do some uh, research on how to create great content because it'll make all the difference in how people uh, perceive you and, and, and basically link into the products that you're trying to sell them, link into the services that you're trying to sell them. So understanding why we're doing what we're doing and making sure that we have great content, that we're putting out great content out there so that our message gets across. John, uh, it has been a pleasure. It has really, really been a pleasure talking with you. We've been talking with John Sandiford of Antonio Media, and he's been sharing some insight on how he has moved from being an artist performing on BET 106 and Park to becoming an award-winning entrepreneur, focusing on creating awesome user experience. John, it has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you all very, very much for listening. Uh, it was my pleasure being uh, on, on the show. You can get in contact with me um, through Instagram, Antonio underscore media, um, on our website, antoniomedia.com, um, on Facebook and Twitter. It's uh, facebook.com slash antoniomedia, twitter.com slash antoniomedia. Um, so reach out, like, follow, and uh, we'll, we'll hit you back. <laughs> That's it, my peak performers. We have, in fact, come to the end of another great show. Thank you so much for listening. From all over the world, we have peak performer community members in Japan, India, the Netherlands, so many islands in the Caribbean, including Jamaica, where I'm from, the United States of America, and so many, many more. I know I shouldn't have started to call names because there you are thinking, how come she's not calling my country? Just know that I love and appreciate you, okay? If you've been enjoying this podcast, please give me some more love by subscribing and rating, reviewing and downloading the episodes in iTunes. It really means a lot when you do that. Or you may just leave a comment on the show notes page on hennikawatkisporter.com. You see, the beauty of doing this podcast is that in addition to speaking with some amazing guests and connecting with you, my awesome peak performance community, I also get to become affiliated with some excellent products and services. For example, HostGator, they host my website and they have some great deals going on if you're looking for web solution. If you click on the link on my homepage, you can get to take advantage of these deals as well. 
And if you're interested in starting your own podcast, you know, you've been hearing me podcast and you have no doubt follow several other podcasts and you have an interest in starting your own, then certainly check out Blueberry. They have a hosting promo going on. All you need to do is click on the link on my homepage, henikawatkisporter.com and enter the promo code TheEntropU, T-H-E-E-N-T-R-E-P-Y-O-U. Be sure as well to check out the resources tab on my website for books and other useful resources that I personally use and recommend. I would not share something with you uh, and recommend as a resource if I've not used it myself and can attest to the impact that it will make and it has made on me and I know it will make on you as well. And did you know that I'm the founder of a clothing line? Yes, yes, yes. My very first business, Pato Apparel. If you want to check out some amazing Jamaican t-shirts and other clothing, then of course, head over to patoapparel.com. That's P-A-T-W-A-A-P-P-A-R-E-L.com. Patoapparel.com. Remember, you were born to win, but to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win, and expect to win. What good?